And a good morning. We are live from the Club Car Championship in Savannah at the Landings. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. The Back Nine Boys Golf Show is brought to you by Mizuno Golf. Nothing feels like Mizuno. By CPOMs. Enjoy the benefits of being a member at CPOMs.com. By RSM, proud sponsor of the RSM Classic, giving back to our community. By Club Car the ultimate utility and personal vehicle, also the sponsor of this great event, and by Bridgestone, getting fitted for their new Tour B golf ball. On the show today, we're going to talk with Cheyenne Overby, the tournament director here at the club championship at the Landings. Uh, We're also going to talk with Mark Raquel, the VP of Sales with Club Car, and we're going to talk with Scott Justman, the director of golf at the Landings, about their six great courses and how he would recommend that the pros in this final day are going to be struggling a little bit with the wind, uh, but they've got the game to do that. But first, we want to say good morning to Tournament Director Cheyenne Overby. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. A little chilly this morning, but <laughs> it'll be warm this afternoon, so that'll be good. Um, can you believe it's been five years? I No, I can't. <laughs> it feels like it's gone in the blink of an eye, and I keep joking. I was a lot younger when this thing started five yes. years ago. Yeah, and the second year for the Club Car Championship, mm-hmm. which is you know, which is great. So awesome. how, how has it been so far? I know you've done the military appreciation. We're normally here on Saturdays, but today we're here on the final day. Um, tell us a little bit about what's gone on as far as the tournament so far. Yeah, we started our the tournament really the weekend before with our 5K, which was a ton of fun. Had about 200 people out here, some four-legged friends out here going for, <laughs> for a stroll. We had a kickoff concert that night with Club Car and Brett Young downtown, which was incredible. Uh, Brett Young was fantastic. Which is a brand-new event, right? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, Club Car was very interested in us having a concert, and it's something that we share you know, a lot of interest in. So we were really grateful to them. Brett Young is a Club Car Onward ambassador, so... Uh, it was a nice partnership across the board and a really nice way for our clients to enjoy a really a VIP private experience with him. So it was a blast. Uh, and then Monday we started another new event that was probably the sweetest thing I've ever seen. We had a First Tee career day and uh, had 40 kids out here from First Tee who spent, I don't know, four or five hours going around uh, the property and learning more about the golf industry as a whole hmm. and really focused on the career development ac- aspect of what we do in, in our greater industry rather than just the touring professional side of obviously this golf tournament. So right. that was very, very sweet as well. We had our junior clinic that had 60 kids at it. We, ha- we had a really, really nice start to the week. It was a blast. It's it's nice to lead into competition with different community events as people get to be a part of what we do before we even you know have a ball teeing off and uh, play starting. So we had a great, great week. Military Appreciation Day yesterday was Incredible, our favorite day of the year. Um, Incredibly grateful uh, to the military for continuing to be such a big part of that day, especially amidst what is going on. Um, It it was it's it's special every year. Commanding General uh, Costanza was out here, which is, you know, you you just can't beat it. So really, really lovely day yesterday, and can't believe we're on Seersucker Sunday already. It feels like this week has gone in the blink of an eye. I know you you spend so long planning this thing and. All of a sudden, it's here, and as you just said, it just goes by a lot quicker than you think it's going to. Uh, but a big Sunday. I mean, just some uh, some well-known golfers, some some guys that I know that are that are pretty uh, close. Uh, Sam Saunders. I'm looking. He's uh, already playing the front nine. A uh, descendant of uh, Arnold Palmer, his grandson. Uh, but 
this tournament has just grown so much and is so supported by the landings. I mean, that's another thing. You have a lot of people to pull from that want to see these corn fairy pros play their golf course. It's incredible. Uh, the Landings Club is a, a very special place. It's filled with people who want our tournament to be as successful as we do. Uh, they care a lot about... Uh, this tournament being the best on tour, you know, all of that is is crucial to our success, sure. to this golf course being in the best shape as possible. It's They've done a fantastic job. The players love love being here and love being a part of it, and, and really none of that happens without the club's buy-in to what we do and the club's passion for what we do. Yeah, and I know you've had some uh, local uh, golfers involved um, on, on exemption-wise, even though that happened on Thursday when they started. Uh, anyone local was in the field when you first started? Yeah, there. Uh, I mean, I mean, local for us, I'd say, would be regional. Besides Reed Lauder, sure, sure, <laughs> Obviously yeah, right, had right, right. Reed in the field, which is exciting. It's nice now to be able to give opportunities that we couldn't in the first few years before Club Car came on. So, uh, the ability to give exemptions to local or regional players—that's that all that credit goes to Club Car, and they're very invested in in it being regional and, and us making sure that we're supporting. Uh, the areas that have supported us. So it's a lot of fun to see Reed out here again. And, uh, you know, Reed's a special young man headed off to Auburn and is going to have a tremendous career. 17 years old, right? <laughs> 17 years old. Oh he's my played gosh. in two professional tournaments. Yeah, pretty uh, special for him. Pretty neat. <laughs> so Sunday, obviously, we're going to, uh, the golfers, some are already out there. Uh, the leaders will not be teeing off until probably this afternoon. Um, what's special besides being the final day? What have you got for today? Seersucker Sunday. It's our favorite day. We hope fans come out in their Seersucker and fan contests all day. If you're voted best dressed, you get to take a picture with our champion uh, during trophy ceremony. So uh, I think Championship Sunday is special enough in itself. Uh, we've got a lot of guys at the top of the leaderboard. A lot can change today, and I'm excited to see what happens. You know, one of the things that's amazed me, um, you have been involved in all five years of this tournament, um, that you are the tournament director. And you went through, I'm sure, a lot of training down at PGA headquarters um, or tournament director headquarters. Um, what was that like for you? And is this position for you what you expected? Oh, boy. That's a loaded <laughs> <There's> question. <laughs> no, you know, I got to tell you, a lot of times people are, I think they're fascinated at the process of putting on a professional tournament. I think the average person probably assumes these things go up and come down in three months and so we get asked a lot where are you off to next or is this your full-time job and yeah right. it's funny for us because you probably work 60 hours a week year-round yeah but, right um you know it is what i expected i because i think because of the preparation that came through the tours program and what's now the tournament leadership initiative and um and that's been really special. Um, I'm incredibly grateful to the PGA Tour for that program. Um, that program changed my life. It changed my career. Uh, and it prepared me to step in and immediately run the tournament. Uh, I think I would have had a tremendously different experience if I had not gone through that program. So it is what I expected. It is a uh, it is a lot of work, a lot of hard work. We have a very, very strong and special team that work on this tournament. Uh, could never, ever do this without them. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's been a heck of a ride. I, I still can't believe it's been five years. That that feels that feels uh, surreal to me. Um, yeah. it, it's gone in the blink of an eye, and, and I'm just grateful to still be a part of it and having a blast and 
Looking forward to celebrating year five at the end of tonight. Well, I remember you and I uh, doing interviews in year one, and, uh, you know, there weren't as many tents, there weren't as many <laughs> stands, there weren't as many people that came to the tournament. And how it has grown is incredible to me. I know it's probably incredible to you as well. Uh, but your team and the volunteers, you could not do this without all the volunteers. Volunteers are unbelievable. I, I spent a few morning, spent a few minutes this morning over at Volunteer Grab and Go chatting with some of them. And uh, I, I think what I what I hate most about my job actually is that I rarely get to go say hi to everybody on site during the right. week. So we have a volunteer play day that we do on Tuesday of this week, and I always say it's my favorite day of the year because. I go around and hand deliver lunch so I can say hello and thank you and uh, just spend some time with them. I, I often try to put it in perspective that I am one person. Our staff is 15 people at the most that are here during the tournament. There are 650 of them. I, I mean, you literally cannot operate the tournament without them. Uh, we have very special volunteers. We have a lot of people who ran Fortune 500 companies out here who have taken complete ownership over their roles in this tournament, um, and they're an extension of us. and. Uh, it's just a lot of special people that, that help run the tournament, help this tournament be successful and, and make it possible for us, and they are absolutely the backbone of the entire operation. Yeah, it's not like you can ride around during the tournament to where they're all staged and say, hey, thanks for coming. I mean, you know, you interrupt a, what they call a yes, I, uh, corn fairy event. <laughs> I can't imagine attempting to get around the golf course uh, right. during competition. It would take... It would take hours. So, you know, marshals are a massive part of our, our volunteer force. There's almost 200 of them. So I think it's the marshals I, I miss the most not getting to, to say hi to and walking scorers. So, it you know, there's there's a volunteer position for almost anything now. Sure. Special events to media relations to walking scorers to our green team. I mean, there's something for everyone to do. Uh, and it's, it's also been special to watch that grow and to see how it's gotten bigger, better, more efficient. Uh, happy volunteers are our number one priority oh, yeah. so uh they're they're a great group we're tremendously thankful for them um and looking forward to spending some quality time with them on tuesday and you also have a lot of volunteers who come back every year oh yeah i was looking at that this year actually because we also have a lot of first-time volunteers so i think i'm, I'm probably going to misremember it but i want to say there's been 283 of them that have been with us from the beginning wow it's a very very almost half large number yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, you have standard bearers and some numbers like that in there that are probably always going to uh, change. But And then we also had, well, it was like 160 new or something. Anyway, so it, it, it was interesting to look at. Uh, a lot of people have been doing it from the beginning. We were talking about that this morning, too. Who all has been around since the first year? <laughs> and I, I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. There's some faces that I've known since the day I stepped on this property. Sure. Um, and the relationship, uh, this is the second year for Club Car, and we're going to talk to Mark Raquel here in a minute. But um, it's special even more so because now you have your major sponsor, and here you are now in year two. Pretty big step and pretty great for the tournament. Uh, Club Car is the single single most important thing that's happened to the tournament since it started. Um, you you can only hang on without a title sponsor for so long. Right. It's not a sustainable model. Uh, it's not something that would have allowed us to play professional golf for a long time in Savannah. Um, and, and quite frankly, it, it's not sustainable beyond finances for staff. You just can't do it. So uh, Club Car is incredible. They are a wonderful partner. They have invested in this tournament, invested in our community. They care about the same things we care about. Uh, their leadership are 
uh, a joy to work with. Uh, they feel more like an extension of our team than a title sponsor. I think that's rare. You know, I think a lot of times your title sponsor is looking at you to deliver, 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 which is important, right? And we're going to continue to sure, deliver. Sure. But Club Car is an active part of our process. And I think that makes it an even stronger partnership than I probably could have imagined out of the gates. And yeah. um, the people that are a part of Club Car's leadership team are uh, tremendous. I, I really could never say enough about how, how important that's been for us, how incredible it's been for us to get to work with them. Um, and we're just really excited for what's next. Uh, Club Car opened their their larger business to us this year. They've welcomed a ton of their industry partners this week. Those things are are so important for them, right, to, to have that business, but they're also important for us. They're important for economic impact. They're important for supporting the Savannah business community. They're important for supporting this property. So uh, Club Car is Club Car is a catalyst to our long-term success, and we are couldn't be doing it without them, and we wouldn't want to be. Yeah, and do you have and can you share with us the economic impact that this tournament has on the surrounding area in Savannah? I can't for this year because I don't know until the back right. end. But last year, last year, for the example. average corn ferry tour events anywhere from one to three million. So wow. what we've really wanted to do is get more granular with how we define that in sure. Savannah. Sure. Sure. Um, but you know, our, our budget, for instance, if you take our whole budget, it's about $1.6 million just in the amount of money we're spending there. Um, what we've been very interested in is hotel rooms, right? And, and where are people staying? Uh, we've done some things to better track that this mm -hmm. year. So mm -hmm. we're very focused on making sure the community understands the impact to the market overall. We want to be good partners to the city, uh, and we want to be good partners to our region. Well, Cheyenne, I know you have a lot of other things to do besides talk with us, but I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us this morning. Always a pleasure to be with you. And again, year five, we'll be here for many more years to come. So thanks for being with us. Cheers to that. Thanks for having me. All right. You're great. Cheyenne Overby, the tournament director for the Club Car Championship here at the Landings in Savannah. And coming up next, we're going to talk with Mark Raquel, the VP of Sales for Club Car. And then we're going to talk with Scott Justman, who's going to talk to you about maybe some of the things that have happened on the golf course. Uh, a couple of them I couldn't believe, somebody missing the cut because of a plug lie and a divot. But, hey, as they say, that's golf. So we'll be back with more on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show. Stay with us. And welcome back. We're uh, back at the Club Car Championship at the Landings. We're at the Club Car Suite, which is overlooking the 18th hole with Mark Raquel, the VP of Sales with Club Car. And Mark, welcome uh, again to the Back Nine Boys Golf Show. Rich, great to be here. Thank it's you. It's always a pleasure to have you. This is this is really fun. We, you and I talk and text, you know, during the weeks and stuff, and now we're here at your second year for the club car championship oh absolutely it's a it's a great time for us and we had much more time to prepare and to, to create a different agenda and yeah the first year was what just a few months and we had about now you, six months yeah, yeah. It was a, little, a little intense yeah. yeah so you can put a little bit more time into it and do some other things that you probably would have liked to have done in year one absolutely yeah yeah so this is pretty special for y'all because this is your only uh, sponsored golf tournament that you have on the Corn Ferry Tour. Absolutely. It's the first time we've ever done anything like this. Yeah, you know, yeah. Typically, you know, most people know Club Car from the back of the scenes, helping grow the game of golf. So this was really stepping out for Club Car, and it's just been an amazing experience all the way around. Yeah, and this is your second year as the title sponsor. Um, you know, Cheyenne was just talking about how special it is, and it's. And I know it's special for them to have you, but it's special for you guys to be able to have this at the landings uh, and here in Savannah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 
you know, the beautiful city of Savannah is awesome. We had an opportunity this year to kick off with a charity event. You heard Cheyenne talk about that a little bit. But we also had a pro-am with our, um, uh, our supplier base and brought them into the local environment. And we raised a lot of money for the local charities, the sweepstakes for charities, as well as our United Way for the CSRP. Um, so we were really proud to be able to bring them in, give them that experience. Uh, it was just a great time all the way around. Now, that was a great idea to bring your, you know, your collaborators in here and have a pro-am, and obviously it went well. It went really good, and they got to engage with the, the local population here in the landings. They've been amazing, so they were also you know, very uh, inviting. But it's an opportunity for them to see how they use the golf cars, how they use their consumer cars, gave them some ideas maybe to come back and help us grow our products and improve them as well. So it was it was a great experience. And they also got to play with a pro? They did. They got a great, uh, not normally, because normally they just play with us. So they got to see real golfers this time. Not they just... saw a little different <laughs> angle of golf, correct? They could appreciate it. Yeah. That's right. It's amazing to me, and I've played in a couple of programs. You have too. And it's amazing to me the talent that these young, I call them young kids, but that these guys have. Oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, their, their game is just on, a, on another level. It's, it's impressive just to see how good they are. And you don't really realize it, but they're right on the cusp. I mean, they are right there, ready to go into the PGA, and obviously in that top 5%, 10%, they're going. Uh, and it's great to see them compete out here every day. I keep saying my game is on the cusp, but it is not the same cusp. <laughs> Mine's a different cusp, too. <laughs> I'm grateful to have a job. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, not only do we want to talk about the the, the charity cook-off this, or, or aspect of what's going on, um, you've also been involved in a lot of other things as far as the landings is, is concerned and the, and the tournament. Um, as the sponsor... Uh, you have an opportunity, you've given them an opportunity to bring in some exemptions, which is a, is a new addition from the first year, obviously, second year as well. That's right. Yeah, and it's nice. We have an opportunity to bring in four exemptions. Um, we had a young man by the name of Eric Flores. Um, obviously, uh, Reed Lauder won the AJGA. Um, I, can't, I, can't, I think I can't remember where he, what the location was, but that win earned him the other exemption. Um, we brought in uh, Michael, um, I believe it's, I'm trying to remember Michael's last name, I think it's Rogers, but, and then also Spencer. So, you know, these folks had an opportunity to come back, so they'd been out for a little bit, maybe had an injury or some other things were going on in their life, and they wanted to get back in, obviously have a great game, and, and we have an opportunity to give them an opportunity. So the nice part is we have two still remaining in the event, and awesome. we're cheering them on. So yeah, I mean, the, and, and that's neat. Yeah, I mean, to great. have an exemption, make it to the weekend. That's exactly right. That's kind of neat. Um so Landings Company, a big partner for you, and Onward has been uh, a, a great idea for you guys to be able to show off that product as well. Uh, very true. Great success here in the Landings. I remember the first year we came, we didn't really see a lot of club car product, um, but the Landings have certainly embraced you know, club car, their products, and now we're starting to see them throughout uh, their six locations. And the people themselves are just great in terms of what they provide us in terms of feedback. So we get great customer uh, voice and, again, opportunity to develop the product. And to show off the Onward and okay. the other products that you have. We did. We got to show off our current, which is more of that final mile delivery product, and it's sitting out in the front of the clubhouse. And we've got our Tempo Walks here, so they get a chance to see that as well as a, all of our different utility products. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Tempo. I just think it looks so cool and would be so fun but right now it's not retail. We talked about that. But uh, golf, 
clubs can have them That's right. and rent them out to their members and or guests. That's correct. And actually here, uh, Scott Justman brought some of those products into their facility here locally, and they've been well used, and I think everybody really enjoys that uh, different experience of golf, right? So you, you like to walk. You don't like to carry your bag. So this uh, autonomous caddy gets to provide you a 360-degree experience without having to drag your club That'd around. just be kind of fun. It goes up and down hills and kind of, you know. Wherever you go, it goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> just don't go <laughs> which, swimming. I was just going to say, which is which is good and bad, depending on where you go. If you're having a bad day and you're heading for the lake, just turn off, turn off the uh, uh, Military Appreciation Day. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? In, in, in today's world, to be able to have an opportunity to really thank the military for what they do. We are certainly honored to be able to appreciate the brave men and women. Uh, and, and as you said, in these times, really uncertain. Um, but they're out there every day keeping us safe and protecting our lands. And it's nice to be able to do something and work side by side with them. And they were just... Again, just to listen to them talk about what they do. They were very engaging with the population. They wanted them to understand, you know, what they do every day. Here's our products and what we uh, have to drive around in them. There were some amazing products this year. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. We yeah. got to watch the helicopters land uh, in the That's evening. That's always neat. That was the greatest. Have experience. you ever flown in a helicopter? No, I, I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> I did in the military. You and did. the helicopter pilot was, you know, kind of having fun because it would have been my oh, first my. time. And I honestly thought the helicopter was going to go upside down, which you know it can't do. But I was just screaming, don't go upside down. I mean, was, I was younger then and probably a little bit goofy. But anyway, it was just one of those things. Yeah. Um, military, obviously good. Um, and, again, being able to show your products to the people here at the landings um, uh, and, and show what's new and what's available. Uh, as you and I have talked before, golf carts have changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, Even saying golf carts is probably not the right it's, terminology. It's, it's not. It's morphed into a true, what we call PTV, personal transportation right. vehicle, and it's very different to a golf cart. So it's its own vehicle. And as I shared with you, I like to give a little teaser. There's something on the horizon that that next level. So we're still not at that point. We can get over the horizon. I was so close to be able to do it, but not quite yet. <laughs> Come on, it's coming. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm amazed at at, at the evolution yes. of the golf cart over the years. Obviously, the last three have been even more revolutionizing than prior to. Yes. With uh, you know the phone hookups and the chargers and you know you can do speakers. I mean, there's so many things that you can do the add-on packages mm -hmm. uh, not obviously many for golf courses but the add-on packages as a personal vehicle um, are endless at this point it, it is and we have so many ideas that are on our product roadmap you know technology is now entered into the ptv um, so we now no. have a oh yeah we have that screen <laughs> up you can see how fast you're going what your charge is really um and, and soon you're going to be able to get some directions off of that screen, too. So much like what you do in your automobile. So wow. a lot of great things coming. Does that mean air conditioning and heating? I mean, well, air conditioning, you just got to go a little faster. No, you just open up the windows. And <laughs> drop the window, 20 miles an hour, that's your air conditioning. And the heat is putting up the window, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Windshield. <laughs> so we can't talk about what's on the horizon. Um, but how many golf tournaments, being with Club Car, do you go to over a year? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I, I'm probably attending anywhere from 8 to 10 tournaments. I was in Corrales last week uh, supporting uh, that tour event, and it was a great event. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also nice to see a lot of the folks that you know come up to the Corn Ferry there. 
you know, uh, competing. Right. Um, so again, yeah, we, we do a lot. We got the masters coming up next week. We'll be attending. And so the next four or five weeks are going to be pretty, uh, so those, those five to eight are kind of squashed in between where you've got three or four, like right in a row. Absolutely. So what will you do with the masters? Well, the masters, we host customers that over at our host house, not necessarily out on course. Obviously it's a very private event. Um, and we provide them tickets to go enjoy, but we also sponsor them while we're out there. So we travel with them through the course and just make it a great uh, intimate experience. Um, and then in the evenings, we will have an event at our ho- our host house, and they'll come over and visit with us. And one of the things that a lot of people don't know um, about Augusta National is how hilly it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Tiger was out there last week, and, you know, we'll see what happens with that. A lot of speculation which is probably what he loves and, and Masters loves. Uh, but it's very hilly. I had a lady that was going to go for the first time. She said, well, I'm going to wear my most comfortable golf shoes. And I said, I would not do that. I'd wear your most comfortable shoes, Yes. period. Yes. Yeah, a lot of walking. And last year, obviously during COVID, when they restricted the volume on right. course, they didn't put up all the grandstands. And so it's the first time I actually really got to appreciate the topography. And it's pretty extreme. So you feel it when you walk, but seeing it was absolutely gorgeous. And somebody said to me, it's like stepping back into the, the late 70s and how it used to be. And I'm sure this year is going to be different, and I'm excited about that. I love the crowd. I think the crowd really was what makes you know the whole event take place. So. But, yeah, but Augusta is one of those places where if you're on Washington Street and you're driving by, oh, yeah. unless you knew it was there, you wouldn't know it was there. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. It's it's just incredible. Well, let's get back to this. So we've got some, you know, 15 under is leading the tournament, probably maybe somewhere around 19 to 22, depending upon the day. I think that's a pretty good guess. And as we look out over 18, I can see why this is one of the players' favorites. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. It's a beautiful day today. The winds are fairly calm, expecting a, a lot of points to go up today. Let's see. If I was going out to play today, I'd say, oh, man, look at the wind. <laughs> so, you know, I'd be like the guys Jack Nicholas used to say, when it when it rains or when it's windy, I've already beaten half the crowd because they don't think they can play in it. Oh, that's right, yeah. Well, the other nice thing about this uh, tournament, we had a young man stop by. His name was uh, Matt. Uh, McCarty, really nice young kid. He missed the cut, but he was still gracious enough to stop by and say thank you. But he wanted to give back and take some time to talk with the first tee. So it just just shows you the level of integrity and and character that the the folks have here at the Cornberry. Well, Mark, I can't thank you enough for taking time to be with us. Let us stay here in the club car suite overlooking 18. Nice for, to do that. This is nice. Uh, you're nice. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, thank absolutely. you for thank coming. You, Rich. I appreciate it. Mark Raquel, the VP of Sales with Club Car. Uh, second year of their sponsorship here at the Club Car Championship at the Landings here in Savannah. Uh, it's going to be a great day. You've got a great field. Uh, 15 under is the lead. A uh, couple at 14, so we'll see what happens at the end of the day. But we're going to come back and talk with Scott Justin, the Director of Golf here at the Landings. So we'll be right back on the Back Nine Boys Golf Show. Scott Justman of the Landings. Uh, Scott, welcome and thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me this morning. It's always a pleasure. Um, as we look out over the leaderboard, we see 15 under. We see 14 a couple seconds. Um, Going to be an interesting final day. I mean, the wind for me would be a big adjustment but not for these guys no compared to what we had thursday uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty calm day beautiful sun uh, it's gonna be a warm warm pleasant day i think we're gonna see some really good scores today what was the difference in scoring from thursday when you had not great weather and a lot more wind 
to Friday? Was it like a four or five stroke difference? We had a uh, we had a break in the action on uh, on Thursday, right, because of some weather that came through. But the morning right. scores, just from morning to afternoon, was about a four shot difference. Yeah. So that wind blowing Thursday morning, kind of the threat of rain, um, kept scores. I think we were at four under was the leader in the morning session, and then when afternoon tee times resumed, um, I think we got to eight under there on the first day. So the scores were uh, considerably lower. Not a lot of moisture, so that it wasn't that the green softened up. It was just that wind really reduced. So yeah, and even the wind that you can hear sometimes in our in our mics. Uh, uh, it's not going to have much effect on these guys uh, because they're used to it. They know how to play in it. It intimidates me, wind. It's their career. They're professionals. Yeah. Right? That's, uh, that's, that's their all title. part of it. It's their title for a reason, so they, they know how to do it. And you've also got a couple of your exemptions that you all had that are still in the tournament, which I, I think is, is neat. It's just a great to, uh, to bring in community golf. And, um, you know, one of the players didn't, didn't end up making the cut, but Reed Lauder here at uh, the Landings Club, one of one of our members, was uh, was in the field. And, Isn't that uh, cool? Great, 17 years old and uh, had a great following. So a lot of pressure to play in your own backyard. Yeah, but, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, you sit home course, uh, you know, you played Deer Creek. Yeah, I played it a lot, you know, da-da-da-da-da. I usually shoot this, but now you're in a tournament, I mean, where you have a cut, and he made the cut. So how cool is that for a 17-year-old? Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting, and, um, you know, the membership is just just excited to be out here. We had a great crowd yesterday and um, really cheering on some some great golf we've seen so far. Well, it looks like the weather is going to be in your favor. A little chilly now, but, you know, the leader is going to go off later on the day, and it, it'll be somewhere 75 to 80, so uh, it's going to be great. But you and I were talking uh, prior to, we talked uh, about that the players this year seem to be uh, using more of the amenities that are around here at the landings. Tell us a little bit more about that. Our uh, our membership, our member owners are, are gracious enough to open up their their club to to the members, to their families, and whether it's dining, whether it's our pickleball, whether it's tennis and court sports or swimming pools, um, and most really probably one of the most popular is our wellness center. And uh, we've we've seen more and more players taking part of that. We had a we had a nice pickup pickleball game on tuesday night with a bunch of the uh the oh. port fairy players were did over you there. play i did not uh-huh. uh but i but they were over there and you know took a few courts and um were really enjoying themselves so it's it's nice that uh that our members are you know gracious enough to open up those menus just to, to give them a little break from from what they do and um eric barnes who was was our leader going into yesterday he brought his family out to the deck which is you know one of our, our family pool areas and kids were going down the slides and um, just really, you know, nice to, to spend some time with family in the middle of their week. And this is one of the tournaments that Shannon was talking about. It's one of the favorites because, uh, you know, it's like Hilton Head. It's like Sea Island with the PGA Tour. They can bring their families, and there's a lot of things for them to do, not only here at the landings but around the Savannah area, which makes a big difference to them making a commitment and putting it on their schedule. It does, and, you know, I've talked to a lot of players who have said it's, it's so nice for them to be able to relax knowing that their families have activities. You know, they can sit there and they can work, focus on their work and being out on the golf course and and making the shots that they need to make and knowing that, you know, their family is downtown and enjoying themselves and seeing sights or they're they're at the pool or they're they're dining at one of our other clubhouse facilities or they're just they're happy and um, i think no matter what profession you're in you know if your family's happy you're happy so it's a uh, it's a yeah. good mix yeah that's a, a a very very good point so some of the players are already out there on the course as we said the leader is going to tee off a little bit earlier 15 under prediction what do you think it's going to take to win 
I think uh, with this weather, I think we're going to be north of 20, so or south of 20, I guess I should say. But I think we'll be 20, 22, somewhere, somewhere okay. right in there. Yeah, and that's about average of what it's been over the past five years. It well, is. four years because we haven't finished yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's usually between that 18 and, and I think 22, 23 mark. So. Yeah. Um, and it always seems we get one day of a little bit more challenging conditions, bringing by the weather, and um, and then we've got some good days of, of scoring opportunities. So um, greens are running a little bit faster today, so you know that changes it a little bit. But as we said earlier, this is their profession and, and what they do, and they'll be ready. So for amateurs, the greens today would be not unplayable, but a real challenge. For these guys, they like the fast greens. They do. They do. So um, we're in the mid-13s today, and, um, you know, that's uh, by the with a little bit of breeze yet today. Yeah. They'll get a little bit faster from here. So, All right. Director of golf, you play all the courses. You've got six. Deer Creek is where we have the tournament. When you go around, are you amazed at how these guys here on the Corn Ferry Tour play this golf course to the, to the degree that they play it? compared to how you play it or your members play it? It's a different game. It's a different game from when you watch how they practice. You can see that they're hitting a ball into areas so precise. And, you know, we talk about, you know, the distance and the length of the game and how much shorter the game's gotten because of how far players now hit it. Um, they do that, but they also hit it exactly where they want it. And we talk a lot about, you know, from, from the agronomic side and, you know, we, our team is out every evening after play repairing divots, and they're, they're repairing divots in places that we don't ever repair divots, right? They're in a whole different part of the golf course. <laughs> they're hitting course. from parts of the golf course that I would never be. Exactly right. Well, I would. It'd probably be at least one or two <laughs> yeah. shots away from where they are. Second or third shot Yeah, spots. exactly, exactly. But a gorgeous golf course. Um, as I said, you're going to have some great weather this afternoon. Um, but some of our listeners may not be familiar with the landings. Uh, here we're at Deer Creek. This is your premier course, obviously, where we're having the tournament today. Tell us a little bit more about the other golf courses. Sure. So the Landings Club, as you mentioned, we've got six golf courses here and uh, you know, a variety of architects. We just did a, a great renovation last year on our Magnolia Golf Course, two of the Palmer um, designs, early Palmer designs. We had the Arnold Palmer Design Company in doing a renovation okay. on our Magnolia course. Um, so we've got our Marshwood campus that has 36 holes, both Palmers. We've got our um, Palmetto campus that's got um, two Arthur Hills golf courses there. And, um, you know, just all very uh, different, a variety of golf. Um, all of our golf courses, with the exception of the Magnolia golf course, have a marsh view. And, um, you know, they're, they give the membership something different everywhere they go but uh, we maintain all the golf courses at the same high quality and uh, we're a busy busy club we've got a lot of members that play a lot of golf and um, that's a sign that they're enjoying what they're what they're doing out there i've always heard that the landings has one of the largest women golf associations or members um, in this area maybe in more areas than just around here yeah for a while um, and i think it's changed before i arrived to the club um, in 
historically our nine hole ladies and our 18 hole ladies were all in one association since then just from a variety of, of social golf versus competition golf they've split but prior to that, that change of having a nine hole association 18 hole association we were the second largest women's golf association behind the lpga so um, very active about 50 percent of our play is is played by women it's it's very split which is unusual in the in the private club world right it's traditionally yeah. a little more higher percentage on the male side but but we're split 50-50, and um, um, we do some of the biggest events we have all year are our ladies-driven and uh, organized events. And I know a lot of your members uh, who play all your courses all the time uh, love to come out and watch and see how these pros, even during bad weather, they like to see how they're going to play their golf course. Uh, but I know they marvel at the way that these guys can dissect a golf course and post up these scores. It's, uh, you know, we mentioned it's a, it's a different game when they play, right, that we can relate to. Um, but what's so great, I think, about the, the Corn Ferry Tour and the developmental going towards the PGA Tour is the engagement that those members have. So right. while they're out here watching, um, they're making fan favorites, and, and they're talking with them on the range and, um, you know, just makes it an enjoyable experience for them to root for. Yeah, it's it's it's. One of my favorite courses in the area, uh, Southeast. Love it. Uh, we've got some guys now coming up 18 um, and uh, finishing off his day. Uh, probably doesn't like his position that he's in, but, uh, hey, he made the cut. He's in a Corn Ferry event, hitting his third shot into a par five. Yeah, he did a good layup right there, and he's uh, he's left himself in a real uh, a position here to score. He's got a short, short club, looks like probably a short wedge in his hand, and um, wouldn't anticipate something here getting pretty close yeah well and we're going to be back with scott justman uh it is close uh we're going, be, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be back with scott justman director of golf here at the landings on the back nine boys golf show stay with us we'll be back in just a couple minutes hey welcome back we're on the back nine boys golf show we are live here at the landings the club car championship in club car suite overlooking the 18th hole we want to thank club car for uh, not only sponsoring this event uh, also our show, but also letting us sit out here uh, at their suite by the 18th. And um, we're here with uh, Scott Justman, the director of golf at the Landings for their six courses um, finish. And you and I both looked at his start time. Well, he teed off at 7.14. It's 8.52. So um, <laughs> I was wondering why he was sprinting down, but I guess there was a, uh, there there was was a reason. desire to finish pretty oh quickly my gosh, there. So that is... I, I think our uh, our walking score volunteer didn't expect to be uh, to have a whole free day today. So <laughs> He can go out and help somebody else Exactly now. right. That was neat. Yeah, Sam was kind of – it was interesting. We were watching just before the break him hitting a shot into the green uh, on a par five. Uh, he hit it probably, what, 10, 15 feet? And then he ran up to it, or wondering why is he running? And then he just two putted and packed his bag, and he's obviously going somewhere. Yeah, catching a flight onto uh, to work on the game for the next event. So yeah. made the cut, but obviously finishing it this time wasn't probably his most desirable. But yeah. um, like you said, made the cut, and you know still playing some yeah. great golf. And if you haven't uh, checked, you know the leaders at 15 tied at uh, 14, and they're teeing off a little bit later this afternoon. Afternoon, so. Uh, it'll be a 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock finish probably. Uh, but we want to go back and talk a little bit about the residents here at the landing uh, offering uh, housing opportunities for some of the players. 
yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to have it back. You know, we there was a pause there naturally due to uh, to COVID and sure. in the last couple of years, but um, but we're back full swing, and and it's one of the things that I think our members really love about this event. Um, and I think it's you know you mentioned earlier about how the players, many of our, our players, have said how much they love attending this event. Well, there's there's a number of reasons, and I think one is that development, the relationships they develop with our with our member owners, and many that are gracious to host them, their caddies. Um, just having them around the community. We talked earlier about the the players using some of the other amenities around our club. Um, that's that's what brings these these members out to, to cheer on these players. They they create relationships. They create friendships. They create um, players that return year after year. They reach out to the same families and um, get to know each other. And the neat thing about it is, you say they you know reach out and they become friendships, but they also begin or still follow them during their year and send them notes and i'm sure there's text back and forth and really that becomes kind of cool when they can go around and say yeah you know i was talking to uh, ryan blum and he stayed at our house and you know he's now playing in this tournament and he's winning here and it's just it's it's kind of a cool thing we'll look at some of our past champions or, or you know real we'll call you know club card championship alumni you know you've got sam burns as oh. the ruggle you've got members that house sam yeah you've got uh, scotty scheffler right who took second in 2019 yeah um you've got members here that that house scotty and in his group and you know here he was and some of the top of the game right now so it's exciting um you know we we use a little bit of a tagline right landing on tour at the landings club because oh, cool. um you know we're fortunate to host the sam burns classic and ajga tour event and then with with this the club car championship at the landings club and the final stage of corn ferry tour qualifying school um, most players right now um you've played a golf course at the landings club yeah. if, if you've landed on tour and isn't it kind of cool as you say landing on tour you see a sam burns a winner scotty scheffler plays second now he's number one in the world um that transition from the corn ferry tour to the pga tour some of the guys don't make it and they don't make what they think they're going to do when they get there but these guys have excelled it's uh it's really such a developmental tour that's that they've been able to create and and i know you know kudos to pga tour for their vision and that where so many players were going directly to the pga tour in the former way that qualifying school worked in other ways and you know learning how to manage your schedule and managing you know endorsement deals and, and managing those items it's a challenge but now yeah. working the way through the corn ferry tour um they're ready they're ready to go and to succeed and you're seeing that with the the rankings right now well you know over the last several years and this has been <clears throat> you know just looking at the range the body style of these golfers there's no more craig stadlers um well there might be but not on this tour um, but these kids come out of school, go into high school, ready to play. They're out of high school, going into college, ready to play. And out of college, not only are they ready, they're mentally and physically, and their game is they can actually go out and win. Absolutely. It's amazing to me. Being able to play the game and then being able to uh, now adapt to all the different, you know, poles and stresses and relationships, it, it, it's complex, but their game, they're, they're sharp as they'll ever be. And one of the things, when I've, I've talked to a former guy that played in college, exceptional career, uh, not as much success on the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, decided to give it up. He just said it wasn't any fun for me anymore. Sometimes that happens. It does. It's a lot of travel. You're away from your family. Um, it's a lot of stress, a lot of burdens, but uh, it's like probably any career, right? There's a lot of positives, negatives. you got to weigh that 
fits your family and such best. And probably your performance has a lot to do with that. If you're winning or have a chance to make some cuts or have a chance to elevate yourself to a different tour or stay on that tour, um, uh, that makes a big difference in, in, in some of your decisions. Absolutely. These guys are good. That's what they say. Yeah. And, uh, right, this is the landings for the tour, right? Did I get that right? You got it. Okay. Scott Justman, thank you for being with us again. Uh, it's always a pleasure to come up here and be with you guys, and uh, we just appreciate your time. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Enjoy Scott the rest Justman. of the day. Yes, sir. Scott Justman, Director of Golf. We had a chance to talk with Mark Raquel, uh, VP of Sales with Club Car, and Cheyenne Overby, the Tournament Director. We can't thank you all for having us here at the Landings, the Club Car Championship at the Landings.